This podcast may contain paid advertisements, but more on that later. Welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, where I discuss the nuts and bolts of business and leadership, with a focus on bootstrapping a business from the ground up. This podcast is for all entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, and leaders in all walks of life. My goal is to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host, Isaiah O'Connor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the world's largest collection of audiobooks and other content, such as podcasts, college lessons, Audible Originals, original radio show style presentations, old school, really cool stuff. I really do love Audible. That's why I push it so much. I really promote it because I do use it all the time. I love it. I have 99, 100 and some odd some titles. I, I've lost track of exactly how many titles I have. I've listened to so many, many books on there. It's how I've built my business is by listening to books on business, books on leadership. This has been all part of me growing my business is by listening to books on Audible. Really, really important to me. And one of the most important books to my business has been Good to Great by Jim Collins. I've mentioned this one before. It is an amazing business book. I highly recommend it. I will be mentioning a little bit of their one of their concepts in today's podcast, actually. And it's really, really amazing. So go check it out, audible.com. And, of course, if you want a free copy of Good to Great on Audible, which you keep forever, you can go to audible.com forward slash bootstrap with a capital B, audible.com forward slash bootstrap, capital B again, and go in there, you get a free 30-day trial. After that, it's only $14.95 a month, and in that free trial, you get one free Audible book, you get two Audible Originals, and you keep those forever, and then you can also listen to their entire listening library, which is huge, during that full month. After the month ends, it, like I said, it's only $14.95 a month, and then you get one book and two Audible Originals every single month afterwards and listen to everything on their listening library as well until and as long as you have the subscription. You can cancel at any time. You keep the book. You keep the Audible Originals forever. It truly is amazing. And there's no commitment. Check it out. It's awesome. Over at audible.com. Go get good to great for free. Check it out. Now, today, it's titled, If It's Not Broke, Don't Break It. And I'm going to tell you a story of two companies that broke something that wasn't broke. A company that started in 1886 and a company that started in 1977. Two companies that have been around for a few years, shall we say. So, I'm going to get into this, but just before I do, I just want to say thank you again for listening. I really, really do hope you find my content helpful. I'm very grateful that for my listeners. I'm very happy. And I do hope that you are growing as a businessman, as an entrepreneur, as a person by listening to this. That is my true hope. I really hope that you find this helpful. And if you do, please go ahead and share this to other people. That really helps me out, is if you share this. And that's great. Now, 
let's jump back into this. In 19, sorry, 1886, the first company started, made a beverage. A guy invented a beverage and started selling it. And they kept this recipe for just over 100 years. And then one day in 1985, this company decided to suddenly and without warning change the recipe of their flagship drink that started it all. And they launched advertisement about the new the new formulation and it blew up in their face and it was really, really bad. And then the other company, another guy, he started a film franchise in 1977. And he sold his company to another company, which then took that franchise, not fran French fries, franchise, took his franchise and made more movies within that franchise. However, when they did this, they changed a lot of the core things that people loved about the original movie franchise, and they more or less just remade the very first films in the franchise, or were very close, very similar plot lines, very, very obviously a derivative of those. They didn't change what they should have changed, and they changed what they should not have changed. It really caused a backlash on that as well. And initially, the movies did okay. They did they, they didn't they weren't a bomb at the box office by any means, but they did not perform anywhere near as well as they had hoped. And then one of the movies actually did bomb at the box office so bad it came in with a fifty million dollar loss. And a lot of the fan base very, very upset. Now, both of these companies were able to fix the mistake. The drink company re-released the original formula and brought back the fans. And the movie series franchise, they got lucky and created a series that people loved because it was true to the heart of the original franchise. Now, at this point, you probably know which two companies I'm talking about. And the first one is Coca-Cola. second one is Lucasfilm, Star Wars. Now, let's jump back into what happened with Coke. In 1985, they decided to replace the old Coke recipe with what they later called New Coke. And they did some market research, but it's a case study in failed market research. Not just not doing a lot of good research on it, they did research, but when they got the results of the data, they failed to interpret the data properly. They didn't see the trends in the data that would have warned them as to what was about to happen. Because when they released the New Coke, People got extremely angry. I think they went from their hotline went to like fourteen or fifteen thousand calls a day of angry customers. One guy actually put together a class action lawsuit to try to sue them and force them to re-release the original Coke product. And these angry super fans 
affected the normal everyday Coke drinkers who jumped on board because they were now angry. Even if they liked the taste of the new Coke, they were still angry that they did it. it they felt betrayed because how dare you change the product we've loved for our entire lives. This product had been around a hundred years. So not many people didn't grow up with a Coke at this point. So this was a pretty big deal. Now, Coke had a pretty simple, easy fix. They released the original Coke under the, the, the title Coca-Cola Classic and eventually came back on top of the drink market which is what they wanted to be. But that wasn't before an undisclosed loss. They lost a lot of money. And no one really knows how much, but just based on the distributors and the syrup, extra syrup they had to throw away and everything else, the rough estimate is somewhere north of $350 million. And that's a massive loss for any company. Now, Lucasfilm, when they sold out to Disney, their the decision they made and the way they went with the sequel trilogy really upset a lot of fans. Again, some people liked it. A lot of people probably liked it. It did make money. However, again, the super fans really affected the overall outlook of the everyday fans and people who just kind of like it. So I think that kind of dug into it as well, one of the corollaries between these two companies. The superfans can affect the non-superfans with their fervor, so that didn't help. But then they released Rogue One, which was pretty well received, but then they released Solo, and that movie bombed to the tune of $50 million in the hole. So Disney had a problem. They somehow missed making the movie the fans would love. They really messed up. And, yeah, it was okay, but I'm a fan. And I was kind of disappointed with the movies. I, I watched them. They're okay. But they just, especially the last couple and Solo, just really was forgettable. It wasn't all that great. It was very predictable, very cliché. The the original trilogy was very derivative of the original series, which was kind of fun in the first one, but then they kept just repeating the process over and over and over. It was too close to the original series, amongst other problems. Especially, a lot of people say it was too woke for the masses of the fans. Personally, I can see that, but only after the fact. Yeah, whatever. I'm not too worried about that. Because I'm not doing a go woke, get broke episode on this one. It was just people didn't like the vibe they got from it. So this was pretty bad. They missed the heart of the story. And I think part of the reason is part of the stories that resonated was the hero's journey. And they had that to a degree. But in the new films, the heroes were just always good. They just got a little bit better. There was not a lot of character development. It was rough. They they missed the key factors that made it great. They tried to copy the original movies, the storylines, more or less, which is what they thought made it great, but they didn't get it. It wasn't the storyline 
that made it great is the character development, the hero's journey, people learning and growing and becoming better people and growing into their strengths and the comedy and the romance and everything else in there was just amazing. So they missed the heart of the story. Now, Disney, however, got lucky. In a way, they bought Marvel, and with Marvel came Kevin Feige. Not Kevin Feige. Yeah, Kevin Feige as well, but um, John Favreau. I'm sorry. I like both these guys. But John Favreau, the guy who directed, and I do believe wrote, don't quote me on that, Iron Man. He's the one who brought back Marvel from the brink, saved Marvel with Iron Man. I do think it's kind of funny because he then went on to direct and write The Mandalorian along with David Filoni, a great team up, and he applied the Marvel storytelling into his love of Star Wars, and he made a, uh, a series that was true to the heart of Star Wars because he knew what the fans wanted because he was one. And with this, and with his great Marvel storytelling technique, he brought back the heart of what Star Wars is with The Mandalorian. And at the end of The Mandalorian Season 2, a lot of people unified behind The Mandalorian and came back to Star Wars and were extremely happy with multiple grown men crying at the end. Because it was so amazing. And he, again, seems to have saved another franchise by directing a man in a powerful suit of armor. He's got a, he's got a knack, I guess. But what can we learn from this as a business? The first thing is, change is not bad. You can and should change and innovate. While the new Coke failed, they also added in to the line Cherry Coke, and that was a massive success. And the movie Solo failed, but Mandalorian, while very new, very end of, not derivative of the original work, it captured the heart of the original films without being too much of a copy, so that helped. So they changed things, and it still worked. So it wasn't the change in and of itself that went bad. What was it? Well, the first thing is both companies decided to change their main product drastically without any warning. This alienated their existing market base that had been around for at least decades, if not nearly a century. That's a pretty big market base to upset. And they didn't really research well. I, As I alluded to before, the Coke, they did market research, but they failed at interpreting the data. They failed at really doing it correctly. And as far as I can tell, and I've looked, and I could be wrong, I did not see a lot of market research on the Disney side. I couldn't find any information if they did market research at all. It was almost like, well, if we slap a Star Wars label on it, we can print money. We'll just make something and say Star Wars, and we'll make money. It was kind of that feel to it. Again, this this part is my opinion, but that seems to have been more or less the feeling that a lot of people got from Disney. 
we can do whatever we want. We'll just say Star Wars and it'll make money. And it just seemed like they didn't really bother to see what the fans wanted, what the now Legends stories were like, what people bought, anything else. They had data out there, but they didn't look at it and they flat out ignored some of the data. I can say that Kathleen Candy, the person who is now in charge of Star Wars, actually said that was hard writing the new Star Wars movie because there was no comic books or novels to work off of, which is a flat out lie because there's hundreds of comic books and novels and other works that people made, fan films, all this stuff from Star Wars to work off of, and she decided just not to do it. That would be market research. See what was out there that people bought. That would be great market research. So without this research, they did not understand what their customers wanted or honestly understand what their brand really was. Now, again, some liked the new product. A lot of people did like the sequel trilogies, and I thought they were okay. And But they both underestimated the impact of decades of built-up brand loyalty. Now, Coke, like I said, easy fix. They just remade the old formula, and they were good. Disney got lucky with John Favreau and Dave Filoni, who understood the fans, and they fixed it. So, as your company grows and you develop a brand and your loyal customers, you need to know what the core of your brand is. Why are people coming to you? What is it about you? What is it about your brand? that keeps bringing people back again and again and again? What is it that make people want to tell their friends about you and buy your product or service to give as gifts? What is that? That is very, very important. I haven't mentioned this whole idea of, of expanding and changing and growing without forgetting your roots. I had a, a whole podcast on that. But because I have a whole podcast on that, I'm going to get to my main point. And that main point is this, change can be good, and we need to always welcome change. But we need to avoid to change, changing things that are already working well. Now, there are a few reasons that may cause you to change something that is working well. First of all, competition. Coke made the change because Pepsi was beating them in blind taste tests. So they tried to make Coke. Taste more like Pepsi. And that backfired. They were trying to compete with the competition on their competition's level, not on their own level. That's a, probably a whole other podcast where you don't want to try to copy your competition. You want to differentiate yourself from your competition. So that would be an important detail. Just deciding to copy your competition doesn't work. And in Coke's case, it backfired even more because Pepsi smelled blood in the water that Coke would do this and upset their fans. They knew Coke was desperate and they marketed it. Hey, look, Coke blinked. Hey, look, Coke knows that they had to copy us. Hey, Coke's not that great. So that's a bad idea. If what you're doing is working and maybe your market growth is slowing down or something, Try to figure out why it's slowing down, what the key thing is, but don't do it. Don't make massive changes to your core business if you don't know why you're having struggles because you got to know 
that if your competition is being successful, you got to focus on yourself to see what you're doing to lose customers and change that. Don't try to just copy them. That's another, again, a whole nother podcast in that. And then you might decide to be trying to change your target market. Which could be okay if you're a small up-and-coming company where you're realizing your core target market is not being reached and you find a new target market that's better. I kind of did that when I first started. I was targeting families with birthday parties and I realized I could not get enough birthday parties done to make a living. I'd have to have something like six or seven birthday parties a day to do that, which is it's just not tenable. So I changed my target market and I kind of shifted into targeting businesses with balloon decoration. So that's okay early on. But once you do find your target market and you've been serving them for decades and decades and decades, you don't want to just up and change your target market because you feel like it. That's not a good plan, especially if it's decades old. Again, each of these could be a hold on a podcast, but apparently one of the goals of the new Star Wars series, the the sequels and the two spin-off movies, Solo and Rogue One, was to create a new market, new fans, to try to get more new people on board that liked it. Forgetting that they've been around for 40-some years, and they don't really need to get new fans because the old fans now have children who are the new fans. And kids are growing up watching the original movies with their families, and they like it because their mom and dad liked it. Sure, there's some people that never saw Star Wars that you might try to bring them in, but you risk alienating generations of fans from before. So you got to just make sure if you change your target market, it's because that's your real target market, not just because you're trying to expand and, again, forget your roots and leave people behind. Another reason you might try to change what's working is you're just kind of bored with what's working. I've done this myself. You get bored doing something the same old way every single time and you change it up just because you're going crazy and it doesn't work and you have to go back to the same old way because, well, what you did before was working even if it was boring and you start going crazy so you try to change things. I've done that up with cooking when I was working at the kitchen. Try to change the way I do something to make it more efficient because I'm bored with something and it makes it worse and I have to go back to the old way. You don't want to just change your core business because you don't think it's exciting enough or glamorous enough. You have to go, if this is working very, very well, let's not change it. And then lastly is the whole idea of the hedgehog concept. Again, that's from the book, Good to Great. Go check that out. It is an amazing book. Just kind of shouting that book out again because I do find it very, very useful. And the hedgehog concept, again, that's a whole other podcast, but it's basically the one thing that you do very, very well and you stick to that one thing that you're amazing at. And if you do this and you have your hedgehog concept, then you can go and focus on that. And you will win if you stick to the thing that you can be the best at. Now, 
if you don't understand what your hedgehog concept is, if you don't understand what the one thing you do that is amazing, then you might change away from what you're doing that is amazing, trying to find that, and that could backfire and cost you business. So yeah, you do need to change, but you gotta make sure the changes you're doing are not breaking things that are already working. So if it's not broke, don't break it. If it's not broke, don't fix it. But don't break it because trying to fix it will often break things worse than they were before. Anyway, y'all have a great day. I will see you on Friday. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. If you found value in this content, please leave a comment and give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you use. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. If you would like to support us, you can check out our sponsor links, or if you would like to directly support the show, you can donate or join our membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bootstrap. Of course, it really helps when you share these podcasts as well. If you would like to interact with me and other bootstrappers and leaders, you can join our O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast Facebook group. You have been listening to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast and Athos Business Solutions Podcast. For our companion podcast, the Athos Business Podcast, hosted by Jason St. Clair, past episodes, and related blogs, check out our website at www.athos.com, which is www.athos.com or a the oz.com. Until next time, I've been your friendly neighborhood entrepreneur, Isaiah O'Connor.